Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unfiltered Fitness Radio. So I have a repeat, maybe three-peat, four-peat guest on today, Nicole Ferrier. So Nicole, you guys know she's my best friend. We had a, I think we did a, like the best friend Q&A was the last. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you, I think that was the last one we did on my show. Um, but today I brought Nicole on just to kind of have a little like chat life update, you know, kind of share what we've been up to, um, you know, things maybe our clients have been up to. And I think you're going to have some takeaways just from us just talking and, you know, we'll see how the conversation goes, where it goes. But I think we both agree that we like the kind of podcasts that are like sometimes not so brain heavy. It's good to Mm -hmm. kind of inner intermix. Not that we're like going to be talking about dumb shit, um, and you know, be not my, totally brain numbing, but sometimes it's good just to have just a conversation to listen to when you're doing your thing, listen to a podcast. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely days where I'm like listening to like educational podcasts and I'm like, I can't deal with this today. And then I need to just listen to people talk or something. That's not, not that learning is heavy, but something that I don't have to be as focused in on to like absorb that information. That was me. Um, like actually like an hour ago, like I was, I just have so much on my brain today and I was listening to the stronger by science podcast. And they were talking about like capsation and ketogenic diets for hypertrophy and like going over all these like meta analysis. And I was like, I just can't with this right now. Like I, it's just, I already know some of this and it's just too much in my brain. So just scroll and then, you know, put on like sex with Emily or something like completely like opposite. <laughs> yeah. I do have like a bunch of varying podcasts. I mean, I know mind pump, they do a lot of just like talking about their lives at the beginning. And that's like my favorite part. And then they get into the fitness stuff. And a lot of times when they answer questions, it's like, I already know the answer. You know what I mean? So it's just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm the same way. Like I, cause I mean, you can, and they do their show notes so you can see what they're going to talk about. So if there's something like in the fitness portion that like, I'm interested to hear their answer, I I'll scroll to that. Like after they do their, like just bro talk stuff. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, I'm like, because like as coaches, like we talk about this all the time. And sometimes it's just like information overload just to hear another coach say something that you already say or something that you already knew. Mm-hmm. I've been like kind of burnt out with social media. That's like me too. Today I was like looking at stuff and I was just like irritated with it. And I'm like, I'm just going to close it. And plus it's so unpredictable now with like how posts are going to do like some of the things I do. I'm like, wow, this is like such a good graphic or such a good like caption. I hope someone enjoys it. And then I see the engagement. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I don't even Yeah, I would say, so my audience may or may not know if they follow us on Instagram, but I was like on my honeymoon for a week and we only had Wi-Fi at the hotel. Um, So like when we were just out and about, like I didn't have my phone, you know, for like social media or just notifications. So I was really like only on Instagram, like at night or like a couple of times, like when we were just kind of chilling and oh my gosh, like just having the break from that, like I just mentally, it felt so good and coming home, like now, like, so a lot of us, like we tag each other when we post stuff or so like, I think is your Instagram the same, like your story and like Chelsea's story, certain people's stories that like, I'm actually friends with is always like first on my like feed. So like, I can keep up with you guys that way. And then we tag each other and post so I can see, and that way I can just go to your posts. And this is like, not to knock the other people that I follow. It's just that it's so much better to not be scrolling for me. And just to like, Oh, go to stories when I'm, you know, checking social media. Oh, this is new from my Mm -hmm. friend. Let me go support them and check out their posts. Yeah. 
So. I just try to, I mean, I try to just support my friends on days like that. Um, but I'm someone that's hyperactive. I have lots of creativity and um, I almost have so many ideas that it can be overwhelming. And I have like content ready to go, ready to post. And part of me is like, I'm not going to post every single day, um, you know, especially if it's not getting the attention. It's so weird too. I'll have people like even David, like David popped up all the time and then randomly his account stopped showing up on my like, you know, mo most followed or whatever. And I'm like, why does Instagram do that? It makes no sense. Or you never see their post. Yeah. I, um, but for you, so for me, like Instagram, like scrolling kind of tends to kill my creative energy. Does it do that for you? Um, it depends if it's a reel, then it helps because I, I like have a choreographer background or something, because whenever I hear music, I just think of like imagery right away. So like when I hear those sounds, like it's not that I even listen or really watch the reel and like copy that. Cause like that, I hate that. Like, it's so annoying. Like just copy people. No, but it gives you like inspiration kind of. Yeah, I'll like listen idea. to the sound and be like, Oh, I got an idea. I got an idea. Um, but like when I would just see like pictures and things like that, like not really too much. Yeah. I think that's good to like know about yourself. Like, and I always, that's one of the biggest things with my clients, like if they're super stressed or, you know, just talking about stress management in general, like we do all the time. That's one of the biggest things you can do to mitigate mm -hmm. your stress. Well, being in like prep too, and seeing all these like awesome physiques, I got to stop myself all the time because, I can really get into my head of that stuff and it doesn't matter because there's plenty of times where I've gone to shows and I've seen people on Instagram and they look great. And then I go in person and they look nothing like that. Um, or they don't do as good as my brain thought that they would, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm always wrong. So like, what's the point of stressing out about it? Yeah. yeah. Keep controlling what you can control. And speaking of that, so we're looking at, you know, a couple of weeks out now, right? I guess it's days. What? So July 3rd. I think we're 10, 12 days. Yeah, ish. I think that's it. So for you guys that don't know, Nicole is in prep for a NPC bikini competition. Um, mm -hmm. So when we, when we're talking like final weeks out of prep, like most of the time, like, you know, especially your first show, I feel like later shows in the season, like maybe you're feeding up or doing diet breaks and stuff like that, but uh, we're still grinding. Well, that's what I mean. Like your first show, usually it's like those or your first show of the season. It's usually like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. And well, I do full blown seasons too. Like I'm not a rookie. Like this is we're we're going we're going for it. So like when people hear that I've been prepping since January 10th, I'm like, I intended all of basically this year being dedicated to prepping a season and coming out of it. Like I yeah. was ready for that and I'm ready to, you know, even 2022 work on repairing that. And I will probably have to build more muscle. <laughs> like that's always the case. I'm not someone that's gifted in the muscle building department so we gotta really spend a lot of time building although I will say this year I've noticed that I've made a lot of improvements so that that's been really interesting like I will say weight has been kind of a mind f in a way but I also know that I want to pull a muscle you know what I mean <laughs> yeah and like I said in my post today like the judges don't know your weight like they don't care they care about your physique but it's totally like a mind F when you're, and you, you just can't compare like stage or I'm sorry, like stage. Yeah. Weights on stage, stage from one season to the next. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, you absolutely have, I mean, your shape this year compared to 2019 is, I mean, it's completely different. Plus you took time off from dieting kind of got your hormones in a good place, you know, and all that. And you're, and I hung out there for a while. Yeah. And that's the part I think people miss when they are talking about like hormones or even just like reverse dieting is you have to sit at maintenance for a bit, you know, and a mm -hmm. bit is going to be dependent on you. Right. But also when you prep again, it's just because you reverse doesn't mean the prep's going to be easier. Like you're always going to have to push to get your body to an unnatural body fat level, which that is basically 
all bodybuilders, like bikini girls, like anyone on stage, like, yeah, that's always going to be hard to do. Um, but I do feel like that's not to say you shouldn't reverse diet. I'm just saying that sometimes there's this misconception that you'll get shredded on 200 grams of carbs. And like, I kind of hate when girls boast about that on social media, because then I get people who shoot me DMs are like, look at this person getting shredded on super high calories because it's not the norm. Like I'm very like transparent that like I do a lot of cardio. I do low carbs. I'm not super petite. I'm five, six and it's hard, but that's just my reality. Right. That's, I think a lot of times on social media, this message of if you reverse diet, you get to diet on higher calories. And that's just not true. Like maybe your body responds better, you know, to, I find that like a lot of girls too have a adaptive metabolism. So like, even for you coming out of prep, like your body was eating that up, like, uh, you know, Chelsea, her body was eating that up. I've had preps too, like 2018. I remember, oh my gosh, it took me three months to start putting on weight. And I was actually getting nervous because I kept losing weight and I kept Mm -hmm. getting leaner. And I was already so lean that year. I was like, I hate this. Like I want to gain weight, but my body kept burning through that food. So, you know, that, that can look different, but I do think you reach a level to where your body can like relax and do what it needs to do. That was totally me in 2019. Um, yeah. Yeah. It made me nervous. I know. we figured it out. And now now, I got some good body fat, (laughs) but you're doing a good job in this like building phase. I know it's intimidating as hell. Yeah. I think for me, like, especially like now, like I, I, now I'm having a little bit of FOMO with like shows kicking up and like junior nationals being last weekend. But at the same time, like, again, like talking about, like, I want my my body to respond and I don't want to just prep to prep. You want to win. Like you don't do it for like just fun. No. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) What is fun? (laughs) Everything has to be competitive. No, I'm just kidding. I will say I'm happy. I've like kind of gotten my feet. I guess we're more knee level deep with water with the fitness division, because now I feel like I can really work on something in my off season when my joints feel nice and cushy and like really be able to like um, test myself there other than just like, you know, hitting PRs. Cause I'm someone where I'm athletic. Like I like to move my body athletically. So that's not to say bodybuilders aren't athletes, but like, I like doing that shit. Like I grew up doing it. So like, yeah. if I yeah. do something where people are like, wow, that's amazing. Like I can't do that. Like I like to do that. That's also why I do bodybuilding. Cause most people can't do that. And I like to do things that people can't do. Yeah. You like to like push things to the limit. And so you started gymnastics again in January or it was November. It was November. Okay. So you did have two months or so before you started dieting, but I didn't have any intention on trying fitness. I was just like watching people do it. And like, the more I watched the routines, the more I was like, it doesn't look that hard. Like not to hate on anyone, but like I was more well, for so you, should... for you with a gymnastics background, it doesn't look that hard. Like for me, that um, looks hard as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, for me, I feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still like nervous to like go out on a hard stage and like go full out because I know that that's going to be hard, but like, I know that it's possible. And, um, I don't know, like, I'm learning more about the division and that's the unfortunate thing. And I will say like, let's say I fall in love with fitness and I want to make a transition in like my competing career. There's not much out there. Like I didn't know how long routines were. I didn't know you could wear padding, like knee pads, hand pads. Like there's like hardly anything out there because hardly anyone knows about the fitness division, which is really a shame because it's been around longer than a lot of these other divisions. It used to only be fitness and figure. Really? Okay. So real quick, just like for everyone listening. So the fitness division is, I would say like a figure like physique, right? So figure (laughs) like, like NBC, like figure or figure, um, the figure division. Um, so pretty muscular, but it's not quite as lean. I would say IFBB level is figure, but a little softer. Yeah. Or, and by, or bigger, 
is it a little more muscular than figure? I wouldn't say so because their women are just older in the division. I mean, you have uh, Ms. Fitness Olympia, Missy. Missy. She's like, what, 31, 32? She's considered a baby. So like, yeah. if you look at it from that sense, a lot of these women are in their 40s. So like, they just have that density. Um, I'm, I feel like the division will start to level down physique-wise because you got mm -hmm. girls who are no longer getting judged on their physique at the NPC level, and then they turn pro. Okay, like what are we gonna do? Make them gain 20 pounds of muscle mass to be competitive at a pro level? You know what I mean? Like right. I really feel like that routine is going to be the the big hitter. And then I do think there should be a physique portion, but I think that it should be acceptable to look like bikini or figure. I don't know how they're going to do that, but I feel like there should be more leniency there. I feel like it, I would love to see it more judged on the performance. Cause it's, it's like a floor routine for gymnastics, right? I mean, a little shorter in length or about no, the same it's length. longer. Oh, it's longer. It's, it's What's actually like, significantly like, longer. Like at the Olympics, like how long is a floor routine? Like a minute, a minute, 20, a minute, 30. So okay. these, these routines are a minute 30 to two minutes. And it's like a, it's like a song almost like almost an entire song. Yeah. The at, song the has to be division. like clean, no swear words. Um, I mine's a minute and 40 seconds, but the thing is, is you have to constantly be moving. So like you can't stand there and like, just like nod your head and catch your breath. <laughs> like it has to be like really high energy. So if you're combining that with strength moves, which the strength moves are straddle hold, push-up variations, um, and then the high kicks and the split, like, um, there's, you gotta fill it, fill it in with entertaining stuff because that's the people who win. I mean, the girl that just turned pro at junior Nats, I'll be honest, not super shredded, but she had a really good entertaining routine. And that's, that's what I would like to see because I mean, think anyone that's listening to this podcast, if you've ever competed, like or been that low body fat, you know, how low energy you have. And one, it's kind of dangerous. Um, yeah, you see some of the stuff that I do and I like even told you today, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going, I'm just too tired. Well, yeah. And it's, it gets to the point in prep where like going to gymnastics, like, okay, like, is this worth the inflammation? Like what I told you today, like, is it worth like the stress? Like when you're already like putting all this stress on your body to get Even ready to go driving there. I'm just like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> right. So you have to like, and, and it, that kind of sucks, you know, do you follow? So I follow Missy on YouTube. Um, yeah, I do. I just yeah. started following her, but it's like, I mean, you have to be strategic about like your meal timing and like when you train like your normal, like weight training. And then when do you, you know, practice your, um, you know, your, your routine and like, yeah. it's, it's a lot. So I would like, you know, I think it would be cool to have it more. I don't know what the scoring is like now, but having it more judged on the routine and then the physique is like a second, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And just having more girls share more about it because like, it's so unfortunate how not to say bikini isn't like the shit. I think bikini is awesome, but like, these are athletes. Like some of these moves I'm doing are really tricky and intimidating. And I think that a lot of people think it looks easy. And I've had a lot of DMS lately saying, Oh my gosh, I tried to do what you did and I can't do it. And I'm like, yeah, it's hard, but the girls make it look easy and they're freaking shredded. And you know, like they're holding a smile the whole time and they're entertaining the crowd. So they really should get a lot more hype than what they do. Yeah, I agree. Um, it'll be cool to see, you know, later this season. Yeah, I think Tampa Pro, I would like to do Ooh. a debut there. We're putting it out there. <laughs> we'll see. I'll be honest. I haven't done a full routine yet, but um, I'm not too worried about it. I'm do your first that. show. Do your first show. Get that out. You know, get the any, not that you're nervous, but I mean, for show, there's like some nerves, you know. No, it's more so just getting a costume on and practicing with that and not getting a wedgie. <laughs> And for you, like, I mean, you're going to be like, don't like, I would just go to fam to practice. Yeah. I've been practicing more on like the, like turf floor and like more confidence mm -hmm. at the at strive gym. 
Um, and I feel a lot better there. And oddly enough, I've had people ask me questions on like, how do you learn how to do that kind of stuff? Which is funny because like, even though I've been in the gym for years doing that stuff, I'm like, people are going to record me and make fun of me and like, be like, oh, gym fails. And I'm like, honestly, I don't care. And like, I pay for my membership, so I'm going to use it however I want. Amen. I agree. what do you think of a uh, junior nationals with bikini? I... I mean, I liked, I thought a lot of the winners, cause my thing with bikini is like, we were saying like athletes, like I want a more muscular look, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought it was a good balance, um, in like the, the, um, the, the class winners, um, yeah. my friend Jody winning, like Jody winning. So, um, her class D like that was just so cool. Cause I've known Jody or known her, like we've been Instagram friends since 2016 when we mm-hmm. were both like doing recovery on our own, like outpatient, like we both decided like we were going to not go inpatient again. What was that when I followed you? I don't remember when I started following you. I don't remember, but her and I would like text like every single day, like, back and forth, like to make sure like we were like accountable and stuff like that. And it's just really cool to see, like, not that bodybuilding saved us. Like neither of us were like, it was, it wasn't like we were gaining weight to compete. It was like, oh, that like, we all like, we liked the bodybuilding lifestyle kind of thing. And, you know, we knew that to get health, like we knew to be, you know, the athletes we wanted to be, we had to gain weight kind of thing. Yeah. No, I, I don't think bodybuilding saves people, but I think it makes them look at food differently and makes them not want to wither away in a sense. Like you realize you have to get bigger and grow and embrace that. And that's how I think bodybuilding saves people, not necessarily getting shredded. It's more so embracing growth. Yeah. And I think too, kind of along those lines, it creates like a healthier outlet for those traits because people with, you know, anorexia, bulimia, eating disorders, like a lot of us are very driven, very kind of like perfectionist. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. we like control, like we like that. So that kind of having the gym and, and training and nutrition, like it's a healthier way to kind of channel those, um, competitiveness, you know, it's like a healthier outlet. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, because I do hear people who are like bodybuilding helped me recover. I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about that, but like, I, I definitely think bodybuilding helped me because it helped me realize like that I can be competitive still, but like, it's in a way that's helping to build and support my body. And, you know, I don't know. I always wonder what I'll do after I'm done competing. Not that I'm anywhere close to that, but like, like what will I do with my life? Mike and I were talking and I'm not going to do this anytime soon, but we were talking about like, and everyone hates on it, but like, I would be into like getting into like CrossFit or like Olympic <laughs> lifting or something like that. Like, again, I don't like, know if I'd do that, <laughs> but to me, it's like athletic, you know, like I would love to do something like that. Um, I mean, horseback riding, I would definitely continue doing our gym has, uh, the gymnastics gym has aerials like silks. Do you know what that is? Yeah. That would be cool to learn. Um, like silk, like yoga classes they have, you know what I'm talking about? Or like you dangle from the ceiling and you like fall down like things you see in Vegas. I'm pretty sure one of my clients does that. I had a client that did that professionally. She like went to school for it and it was pretty cool. One of my clients just got, she, so she just completed her yoga teacher training like this year. It was like a goal she had and she just got her first like job as like a yoga teacher. It's pretty cool. I'm not good at yoga. I'm not good at, I'm not good at chilling out, which I need to work on. You've gotten better. What was, uh, I feel like the last time we hung out, you did better. Yeah, Nicole, not- you guys, you guys, Nicole, you, so this is why we're like best friends. Cause we can like call each other out on stuff. And when she, did I call you out? I don't remember, but I think I don't you're know. like, you're like, you're, you definitely are like not present and you're kind of spazzy whenever we hang out. I'm like, fuck, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I used to really be like that. Um, I still like, if I go to the beach, I struggle not being productive. And oh yeah, I'm like, let's go for a walk. <laughs> I do go for walks, but then I'm like, 
panicked because I can't see my phone as well, which that sounds so bad. And then I like, I don't know, I don't like not doing anything. And like, even I was thinking about our honeymoon and um, like a trip because we want to go to Universal this year again. I'm like, I just hate not working. (laughs) Well, and that's like, and like, that's where, like I said, like earlier, like I, I keep quoting myself, but I said like, you know, the whole, all the, all the shoulds, like who says like, you, you know, don't let anyone tell you what you should do. Like Mike and I are on our honeymoon. Like we both like took off, like, but I, I did a couple check-ins for my prep clients, but like, you know, like no one says you have to like sit like a blob on the beach if that's not your thing. You know, like we were like active yeah. the whole time. Like we had a couple days that were more chill, but like even the days that we were more chill, we still like went on walks and like went tubing and all that kind of stuff. Cause I could comfortably, and I feel like that would be setting a big boundary for myself, work like two hours a day, like on a honeymoon. And I would be okay with that compared to like the normal eight to 10 I do. Yeah. What I did was I just had two days that I was like on my like WhatsApp. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably not every single day because Wi-Fi will be bad wherever we are. You know what I mean? But like the other thing too that I've realized is that my clients really respect boundaries. And so like when I take, like I just recently started making Sundays a no longer check-in day. So like now people are checking in Monday through Friday instead of Monday through Friday. Proud Um, of you. That was hard. But a lot of my clients were like, yay, you like recharging and like taking care of yourself. And like, it's so funny because in my head, I'm like, they're going to be so mad at me. And I'm like, well, I'm a human being too. And I was feeling like literally Saturday, that one day off was dedicated to errands and then what that's not you know that's not recharging that's taking care of yourself you know what I mean yeah and that's that's how my clients were with you know the honeymoon like especially my long-term clients they're all like no you're good go fun like we don't need to check in (laughs) you know because they know the drill they know what to do yeah it's different if you're like in prep or whatever but yeah even then those people are pretty easy yeah um okay what else is going on well so talking about like getting ready for your show so what like are some have you started like are you doing your own tan or you um no you're doing (laughs) the show tanner good I want to do the show tanner because I just don't want to worry about it I am gonna do my own hair and makeup which Mm -hmm. I'm not not too stressed about um probably gonna do like curly hair because I have extensions it's hard to make I like curls on you yeah I think it makes me look more muscular compared to straight hair Mm -hmm. sometimes straight hair can make me look on the thinner side if that makes sense yeah no it adds more volume like up top yeah um I'll do my makeup I bought a cooler for the hotel because I will be staying at a hotel um what kind of cooler like a soft cooler like a Cooler, yeah, like cooler. a soft cooler. I don't like hard coolers. I find that they always leak. Yeah. Um, and I got a oh, soft- like a zip kind, like it zips. Yeah. yeah. And it's on wheels. Uh, no, this one's not on wheels. It's just like a crossover bag okay. that I could take backstage with me too. But I think that it just makes your food colder than like the um, hotel refrigerators. So yeah, these always suck. I'm always nervous of food poisoning. So I'm just going to put my food in there. Yeah. And then you just get ice in the ice maker. Yeah. Um, plus I can take that if I ever travel and put in my luggage and it, it should be fine. But I, um, also ordered what's called a, a hot logic thing. So in case they say, no, we can't give you a microwave, like that can actually heat my food for me. Um, and all you do is just plug it into the wall. So that's going to be nice and just getting my sheets. So I don't ruin my bed. Yeah. So that's, well, that's like, these are like some things people don't think about. And like, I'm having, like, my girls are going to use the show tanner. Like I'll, you know, the pro tan, especially if when you're the shade of ivory, I was just going to say ultra dark, you can be in trouble if you're pale, like, you know, just, and again, it's like you said, it's one less thing. Like I had, one of my girls was asking, like, should I do, what should I do for my hair? And I was like, well, like, what do you like one are you good at hair like are you you confident that you can do your own hair and like what are you planning to do 
um, makeup, like Nicole's amazing at makeup, but like I, what I did for my shows, I got, I actually got a blowout for my hair. So like mm-hmm. the day before I went to like a dry bar place. Um, and then I had, um, actually Joey do my makeup. Yeah. I'll probably have my makeup done maybe later this year. That's more of like a treat that I like to do for myself, but I don't mind doing it. I actually really enjoy just sipping my coffee and doing my makeup in the morning. It's super relaxing for me, but I know other people, they lose their minds doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to have, so if you're staying at a hotel, you have to have your own sheets because your tan is going to ruin the sheets. Um, so you want to just get like cheap, like, you know, Walmart, like $8 sheets or whatever it is. I need to get some towels too. Cause even after I shower and dry off, like I still have like tan excess come off. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I'm getting. Oh, I also just wanted to go with a tan tanning sponsor because I don't know what it is, but that experience I feel like really makes me like it sit in that like, Hey, this is happening. You know what I mean? See that. Yeah. Like going Friday to get your coat and then Saturday, like you're finishing it up. Yeah. It like sets in them like, Oh, you're competing tomorrow. Not like, uh, you have a photo shoot. Like, I don't know. Doing it myself. Maybe not. It didn't feel serious. I don't know. Yeah. And I would say maybe like early next week, start exfoliating or like this coming weekend, start like exfoliating your skin a little bit. Yeah. Just so it takes it. For everyone wondering, I don't get waxed. I've always shaved to my whole body. So I don't have any experience there. Never, I would yeah. not recommend getting waxed if you've never gotten waxed before. No, don't like try anything like new, like, ex- like back to the hair. Like don't try something totally new on show day. Like if you're going to try something new, do like a trial one, run a couple weeks out, you know, to make sure like, you know yeah. what you're doing. Um, cause you don't want to be stressed about any of that or, and the other thing with the tan too, sometimes I feel like it's better to go with the show tanner because then everyone is definitely going to be like the same shade. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to be like a, like a different orange than everyone else. Well, the last critique was my tan. So I just don't want to deal with that again. Like, yeah, I I want any sort of improvements to be non-cosmetic, nothing, you know, on the outside that I could have done. Controlled. Yeah, for sure. And then um, what else? I'm trying to, I feel like that's just about everything. Food is going to probably be so basic, like deli, turkey and like rice cakes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going up Thursday, right? For a Saturday show. Yeah. So our check-ins Friday morning because the men are competing on Friday. Um, And then I'll get my tan on Friday and compete on Saturday. Yeah. That's smart. Like I have a client traveling for a show and I had, I was like, let's get there like Wednesday. Um, You know, just so like you have time to like settle in and like any travel inflammation can come down. Like you're not flying, but you know, there, Mm -hmm. I think the earlier you can get there, the better, you know, even, even if you're flying Thursday's okay, you know, for a Saturday show. Yeah. I mean, just sleeping there and like, not, I don't know, just getting comfortable takes longer. Like, I feel like when, whenever I first arrived to a hotel, it's like scurrying around, like getting everything set up, you know what I mean? And then. And if you're traveling to a show too, I think like exploring the area happens after like we're not like running around like whatever city you're in like oh i'm not like going shopping (laughs) yeah like you're like you're supposed to be chill like right like we don't want like any stress like any inflammation i Um, might go to the gym and like walk for like 10 15 minutes that's about it yeah well you're gonna follow whatever adam tells you and i've never peaked with adam so that will be different and I uh, know that he's worked with my one friend, Kelsey, and she's just like prepared to send pictures all day long <laughs> starting on Thursday. So that will be yeah, different because yeah. I've never done morning, afternoon, evening pictures, day after day after day, which honestly I like because when you are so lean, your physique changes all the time. I mean, even this week compared to last week's night and day difference just because of my period and like, yeah, holy crap. Like I literally lost four pounds in a day because of water retention. Yeah. Yeah. So like peak week, he's going to want to see like your coach is going to want to see like how any like carb sodium, um, even like fat, you know, manipulations are like reflecting on your physique so we're like ready for game day yeah totally so we'll see I'm excited do you think um so you said 2019 compared to this year I'm just curious from an outward perspective on someone who pays attention to bodybuilding what kind of improvements do you see 
this year, including like posing, do you feel like I'm kind of evolving with the division? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you're building muscle. Like that's, I mean, and the biggest thing I think, I mean, your 2018 season, was it? Yeah. That I was mean, a really were, good year. Yeah. And you were very competitive, but you're also very lean and didn't have as much muscle, you know? So yeah, now you're, you know, you're, you're going to have to come in almost just as lean, you know, but you definitely have more muscle, more shape. I like the curly hair for sure on mm-hmm. you. Um, again, kind of thinking about like the straight hair flattens you out. Your posing's always been good, but I think you're just more confident in it. Yeah. It's just always changes like the division. Um, and obviously national level, we'll just try to get leaner this regional level. I feel like it's just, uh, almost keep the momentum going because when you, at least this is something I've realized about myself is when I'm dieting for so long and I don't have a shot to go on stage, I feel like I lose focus Yeah, and not that I fall off plan or anything. It's just the fire is kind of a little bit dwindled down. Yeah. There's strategy to it. Like you can't like, you know, well, if I came out national level lean, I, I almost think I could get docked points. They'd be like, you're too lean. You know what I mean? Like that's what's weird about, that's weird about the regional shows. Um, because if, I mean, that was my biggest thing, like granted, like, yeah, I was tiny, but like I was shredded and no one else was that conditioned. So if you're odd man out, you know, then I, mean, they- I even saw at this last regional show, there's some girls where I'm like, that's pretty, pretty lean. And then, um, I feel like not too many people's backsides were in, but I mean, some, there was this one girl in particular that I can think of and I'm like, why don't they like her? And I'm like, I think she's just too lean on top and mm-hmm. midsection. And I think they just didn't like it. Cause I, I loved it, but like, they don't like it. That's why like as coaches though, like for anyone listening, like Nicole and I are like studying the sport. Like we're following the national shows. We're also following regional shows because I mean, all my girls are competing at regional level shows this week. So like, or this week, this season. So like, I'm like, and I'm going to other, like they're competing in not the, not in Florida in other States. So I've been kind of going every so often, or if I see a show, like I'll look at, you know, who is winning in like Texas. Right. You know, cause that's where, yeah. you know, my girl's competing, you know, versus like Northeast or Midwest, you know? Well, and I'm not afraid to say that I'm wrong or I don't know, because I'm also not someone else's brain. It's so subjective. And there's plenty of times where I'm like, that girl's awesome. And then she gets fourth place, you know, it happens. And yeah. And that's big too. Like you can only, when you're in person, I think you have a fair shot of saying like this or that, but like when you're not in person or like when you're like seeing videos, even like a live stream, because I remember I was at one show, one of the national shows last year. And you're like, Oh, I didn't think she looked like that. I was like, no, in person, like she looked completely different than mm-hmm. whatever camera reflected. Well, even I'll never forget when I used to work with Paul, like when I would send him my pictures and then I was in person and he got to see me and he's just like, Oh, you're really lean. And I was actually, he's, I remember him like really trying to fill me out like last minute Mm because he didn't realize how much leaner I am in person because people's cameras are like pixelated and they don't pick up all that fine Especially in 2018, like think about like how our cameras have evolved, you know? Yeah, so like that's another thing. I think everyone looks different in person. I love when I get to see my clients in person because then like I get to, you know, see what they really look like and, you know, your pictures show a part of the the picture, of course, um, but in person so much better. Totally. And sometimes people fool you. Like, <laughs> you know, some people that look freaking jacked and then in person they're small. Well, yeah, all you got to do is like on your filter, like add some saturation and like, you know, contour. Sharpen. Yeah, a little sharpen to make it pop. I mean, you know, we all do it, but like, you yeah. know, let's let's be real, so... I don't edit my butt and make that bigger though. No, like that's, that's sketch. Like people like actually, I downloaded those app, one of those apps like a long time ago, just to like play with it. It was so freaky. Like there's videos now too, that you can do that. So like you can video edit your like thighs thicker and your oh boobs my bigger and your waist slimmer. And it's just very disturbing. Oh my God. I mean, even some of like just the filters on Instagram, I'm like, whoa, like, 
I mean, one, that's like a reason why I would never get fillers because my lips are already very luscious. Like I don't need, like, are they like, it's funny too. Cause they'll like make your lips big and your nose small. And I'm like, now I look like a mouse. Like, I'm like, I like my face. I just like the colors. That's my favorite thing with the filters. But then I think people tend to forget that the filters are on and there are people who are like, oh my gosh, your lip color. Oh, this or that. And I'm like, it's a filter. Like, I'm sorry. I saw someone. I'm not going to say who, but they were like on their story and they were like saying, this is how my skin looks like, see, like, it's kind of like whatever they're talking about their skin and they had a filter on. Cause you can yeah, see no. like on, I was like, well, that's not how your skin looks. That's how your skin looks with a filter. Like, what are you talking like, about? Everyone's skin has texture and pores and all of that. The only time that you look like you don't have that is standing in front of like a beam of light or a ring light or whatever. Oh, speaking of skin. So I was talking to my mother-in-law the other day and she has a hookup for whenever we decide if we want to experiment with Botox. Oh, I was nervous. I was like, what do you mean about skin? Yeah, I, it sounds bad, but like I was like recording myself and then I noticed a lot of expression lines and Jake is very anti-Botox, but for me, like I don't think it's bad when you go super low and it's just more preventative at this point. And when I smile, I can start to see those lines and stuff and like just my forehead. That's like my biggest insecurity right now. I'm like two, I, two years out. I think I'm two years out because she made a good point. You don't want to like get frozen too young. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> well, also I get worried about going back to fillers. All these girls I get filler in their lips or like cheeks and stuff. Do you guys realize that stuff has to get dissolved or it just sits in your face forever? Like you can't just have filler hang out forever. Like, I don't know. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Or you can, there's some people that like, if you don't get it dissolved, it can shift. So like it falls out of your lips a little bit and then they don't look right. So like, these syringes are expensive. And so that could potentially ruin the shape of your lips that obviously you're already a little bit insecure about because you want to get them puffed up, but just get some good plumper. Honestly, yeah. Or just eat some hot food. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I would play with Botox like just for like my forehead in a couple of years, but I definitely don't need I don't, filler. In I don't my really lips. see my I actually had someone today say. Do you think fitness influencers should share all like the work they get done? And I'm like, honestly, it's no one's business. Like if let's say I got, I don't know. A nose job. A nose <laughs> I don't know. Job, something that I could never see myself mm -hmm. doing, but yeah, let's say I got, that would be hard to hide. Let's say I got laser treatment on my stretch marks on my inner thighs, something no one could see. I wouldn't have to tell anyone that and if I did like and you judge me like you're kind of a dick like these people owe you nothing so like even when I see girls get their boobs done like obviously there's a night and day difference you didn't go from an a cup to a double d uh through push-ups but yeah if they don't want to share it that's how you yeah not everyone has to document their surgery not everyone wants to do that yeah. I think the only time where I would say like, it's bad to like hide it would be like, if like a trainer was like advertising like their body, like as like progress and, and they got like a tummy tuck, you know, like something I don't like think that. That's a problem. I, I do know of a situation where a competitor got some sort of like fat burning treatment in her hamstring under her glute area. And I don't think that's okay when you are competing. Um, I don't know. That's my own personal opinion. It's, it's just it, weird. It's like a fine line because it's, you can use PDs and that's, but it, but it's different. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like, it would be like getting, um, a calf implant or something, you know, something mm -hmm. that you can kind of change. Um, I, right. I'm not necessarily for, so, but I mean, <laughs> I swear to God, I saw someone with butt implants at a show one time. It was so bizarre. Probably. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that someone has had butt implants and they decide they want to compete. I'm not saying like you should get your butt implants out to compete, but don't say you built your butt when you bought it. That's fine. That's what I mean. Like, don't like advertise, like get a butt like me or like get abs like me when you maybe had like surgery. 
Yeah. Can we also just like stop trying to have other people's body parts? Like I'm never going to have your, your nose. I'm never going to have your stomach. I'm never going to have your arms. Like your whole body is so different compared to mine. And I hate when people say, I want your legs. I want your abs. No, you don't. <laughs> you can't You're have never going to have them. Do you want to call up Barb and Terry and see if you can get their jeans? Cause that's the only reason why this <laughs> happened. And also just years of lifting. Like I had so much freaking lifting with my abs as a kid. And, you know, if I could not do that, I probably wouldn't have my core muscles so strong, but I don't want to be mean to someone be like, go back and work out for 10 years with your stomach and have your coaches yell at you. That's how that happened. Yeah. I don't know. People don't, and people don't realize like how much sports just affect your shape in general. Yeah. Like just growing up like different. And I mean, I mean, you can see it like later on, like some of these girls, a lot of the girls I would say that do well, like on the national level or like turn pro young, they have a sports background. Yeah. Like De Raja, uh, for example. Like I was just ten- about to say De Raja's shoulders or she posted like a throwback picture and like, holy shit, like her baby delts. And I think <laughs> she was so like, cute. She, yeah, she was like my baby delts. And she was like, I don't know. She looked like she was like 13. Mm-hmm. And I know it because I used to coach too and seeing young girls, some girls have like no muscle tone. Others have like freaking huge quads, huge shoulders. Like, yeah genetics are a huge role um, okay I so you cannot work it though I'm totally making my kids get my kids are either going to be swimmers or gymnasts oh Jake and I already talked about this I said they're doing gymnastics but then he wants them to do like wrestling I'm not having my girls do wrestling but I think that those are good sports um swimming is I think swimming is just a good skill though outside of just physique like, oh yeah um, my kids I'm throwing my kids in the pool when they're like too like if not younger like yeah especially in florida if you don't know how to swim in florida like that's dangerous yeah i remember as a kid my mom took me to swim because she was a lifeguard and she just wanted all her kids to be lifeguards never did it but Mm -hmm. they had us do this really good um skill where you jumped in with jeans on and you had to yeah tread water tie the jeans and make a floaty out of your jeans that's a good life skill. That was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. And I think I cried during that process out of frustration, little eight-year-old me. But like, if that was life or death, like you would have to figure it out. Yeah, no, yeah. I was just talking to my mother-in-law yesterday because she was telling me about um, her neighbor who does, you know, uh, is a swim instructor, like for little kids. And part of her, what she does is she throws them in the pool with all their clothes on because think about it if like a little kid is like drowning they're probably not you know if it's like an accident like yeah they're they're probably not in their bathing suit like if it's an accident like if they accidentally fall in the in the pool you know Mm -hmm. so they have to know what happens like if you're a little girl and like your dress like flies up over your head because you fell in the pool with it on so the things we think about but yeah i want to i want a little I could, well, plus like, I think those are just both good sports to build like a strong, healthy foundation, like a, with a kid, like teach them how to use their whore, teach them how to breathe. Um, yeah. so I yeah. think it's, um, not that there's anything wrong with baseball, basketball, football track, but that's very one body part domi- dominated. So I think that that's what yeah. makes the sports unique. Yeah. I think, I think it's a good found. I did gymnastics. I was not good, but I did it. <laughs> Honestly, it's just one of those sports where you are, you aren't. I think it's a very special skill. Um, I think people can learn how to do a lot of things with it, but I mean, you know who Simone Biles is, right? Yeah. That, I mean, that's just a freak of nature. Like that's just, I can't even explain it. She's I mean, like there's, there's like literal physicists that can't explain how much height and all this rotation that she can get in some of these moves. So it is a pretty cool gift that some people have that's just I mean it just makes the body is just so cool you know yeah there was literally one skill that she was competing this she'll be competing this year for the Olympics which I'm so excited for um and they told her that's too dangerous so can you imagine like a system telling you that's too dangerous you're not allowed to compete it and then there she was basically like f it I'm doing it anyway um yeah the reason why it was too dangerous is they said that it's impossible and that you can risk death 
And she did it so good that she could have even made it harder. It was really impressive. I can't. It, when is the Olympics? I think it's um like next month. Isn't it maybe? July or August? Yeah. I guess it's still in Tokyo, which I'm surprised. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I really only watch gymnastics. Sometimes I watch diving. I I watch swimming and gymnastics. Yeah. Diving freaks me out. I could never do that. Ooh, yeah, no. I'll do a cannonball. Yeah. Lastly, I mean, well, the Olympia will be here in Florida, so. I really want to go this year. It's October 8th, 9th, something like that. Right before my wedding. Yeah. Well, if that could, that could be the bachelor, bachelor, that could be your bachelorette party. You're welcome. I'm taking you to the Olympia. (laughs) Could you imagine if they just let me walk out on stage? The bride. Sit down, sit down, bride. It's not your day yet. You didn't die to get here. (laughs) Yeah. No, I definitely would like to go though. Um, maybe, I don't know. We'll see what October looks like. Yeah. At least to see maybe prejudging for bikini. (sighs) Yeah. Well, I got some stuff to do, but I liked this. I hope the people like it. What do you think? I don't know. The people will have to tell us. (laughs) I'll see if I get bad reviews or not. I remember that one. There are in the call on my bad review that I say, yeah. I had a bad review and it hurt my feelings. Oh yeah. You had a bad review about us. We were too bitchy or something. They said that they didn't like, they thought that it was mean what we had to say, which I didn't think was mean, but everybody receives information differently. I don't know. That's the Enneagram eight in me. That's what I just said. Basically saying like, I don't know how that hurt your feelings, but I guess it did. I'm an, I'm an Enneagram three, three. So I don't know. We, we vibe well, or we don't vibe well. I don't know. No, we're supposed to be ideal business partners, apparently. Oh, well, you never know. We'll see about that. In Enneagram world, but all right. Well, if you like this, you guys, I have 39 reviews right now and I could definitely use a review number 40. So if you liked it, if you didn't think we were bitches, definitely leave a five-star review and a, a, a written review is really helpful on Apple, but um, I even appreciate the five stars. Um, if you thought we were bitches, maybe a four star. What do you and think? explain why we're bitches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're okay. That now we're getting two star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will let you go, and we'll probably do this again soon. And I'll talk to you probably tonight.